Uh, the name is Benga Omotaya, and the company is U.S. Africa Trade and Business Network. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, you guys are going to get some game that spans from U.S., of course, to Africa, because you guys know I'm always, always want to teach and preach, no matter who you are, that Africa is waiting for you, and my guest today, I met him yesterday, last night, I thank Queen Olivia for you know blessing us and connecting us she always has good people so i'm not worried this isn't going to be like any other show where you hear somebody telling you something and they have like some get rich quick but there's a lot of wealth in africa and chief banga is going to give us the game welcome to the show my bro how are you doing i'm very well thank you kali thank you thank you i'm so glad to be on your show this afternoon um, I'm really excited, and I say hello to everyone listening to us. Well, let's let's get right into it. You know, we have 30 minutes, and then the chief has to, you know, he might have to get on his helicopter and, and go here, there. That's his business, not ours. But tell us about your company, also the nonprofit USA Africa Business Hub to start. What are these two entities that you are a part of and have founded? Well, thank you, Kali. So I am the president of Paysetters Agency. We are a marketing company and we are if, uh, uh, a minority-owned business. We have our certifications with the city and states as a minority business. And we do some work with uh, one or two agencies of the city. And we primarily provide uh, ethnic marketing to businesses that are looking to expand into the motherland, Africa, there's a particular way to you talk to people. There's a particular way you market to a particular audience. So we help people and businesses to market to that particular ethnic minority group. And we also do staffing solutions. We provide staffing resources to organizations that are looking to recruit uh, resources as well. So that's one part of the business. The other one is a nonprofit. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. It's a U.S.-Africa trade and business network. We primarily work to connect our resources in Africa uh, with the United States. We have to promote trade and investment opportunity between Africa and the USA. And we do that through events uh, such as the U.S.-Africa trade uh, business expo and conference, which is actually coming up in about two, three weeks now. Thank you. Okay. So let's, since, you know, something is coming up, an event is coming up, I'm going to, I want to highlight this event because I've been to a African trade and business expo by uh, Mr. Peter in Seattle, and it was a beautiful event. Um, Ambassadors, all type of people come out. You don't know who is going to, you're going to meet. So tell the people who could they see if they come and get their tickets to at, for this expo, because it, I'm sure it'll be nothing. They haven't been to anything like it. I, I would guarantee for 99.9% of the people listening. Well, thank you for doing my job for me. Absolutely. <laughs> this event is none like other. Uh, how do I mean? Uh, many years and for many centuries, the narratives have, have always been Africa, 
is always looking for aid and looking for help. But in reality, Africa is one of the most blessed uh, planet. Uh, any part of this world you could ever be, they have an abundance of everything. And right now they have uh, a market of 1.3 billion people without frontiers through the African Continental Free Trade Agreement. So Africa is endowed with a lot of resources that would that we need here. And it's so amazing that people from Asia, they go to Africa, they buy our product, our resources, they take it back to their country, they repackage them. Sometimes they don't even repackage them, they sell it to, to, to North America. So what we are doing is we're saying that America is the biggest consumer market uh, with always a trade deficit. They buy product, they buy product, um, and most of what America buys, we have them in abundance. So what we are doing is, as part of our vision to connect the continent with North America, we're bringing organic products, we're bringing innovative products from Africa, uh, from manufacturers in Africa to come and showcase them to, to people and businesses and buyers and wholesalers who may want to buy this product. Because when you look at the COVID-19 and the war, there's been a disruption in the, in the uh, service delivery uh, network. And so Africa offers a better alternative for anyone looking to source for products. And that's what we're doing. We're bringing manufacturers with products. Some of them are white label products. Some of them are, are, are private label products that we're bringing into the table in an exhibit format so that people who would like to source for cheaper products but more quality products can actually do that. And so this expo is supported by the African Union. The African Union ambassador is aware of this event. He's making preparations to show up. In fact, in 2019, uh, Ambassador Arikana, who was the AU ambassador to the US, was the one who gave keynotes. And uh, Successor is actually doing the same this year as well. So you will get to meet the African Union ambassador, and she's willing to speak, to talk to you, tell you what you need to know about the continent. And not only that, we have many of our ambassadors and head of government that are coming because at that event, we have country spotlight segment where different countries' ambassadors will come and pitch their country and tell you, we have this. It could be arable land. It could be free registration. It could be a uh, safe environment. It could be free land for you. They're coming with incentives to tell you, come to Africa. Uh, what you spend on buying coffee <laughs> could actually get you uh, an acre of land, you know, can actually set you up for good, you know, can actually actually make you better. Uh, so they're coming with a lot of uh, information that we don't know about Africa. They're coming to tell us, this is what my country has to offer if you decide to come to my country. So that, that would be one of the things that you would get to hear that no media is telling everyone that no one is helping to share these stories. And beyond that, we have the mayor of New York City, uh, Eric Adams, is going to be at that event and is going to start off with a session on New York City is open for business and investment opportunity with Africa. He's going to be talking about proposed bilateral trade agreement uh, with Africa he realizes that Africa has so much to offer and is willing to say, let's sit down. What can you offer and what can we offer is a bilateral uh, relationship. You give, I give, everybody wins. So he's going to be there with some of his leaders and they will be talking about 
these are the opportunities that New York City can offer the continent and vice versa. So a lot of the leaders from Africa will be having a side uh, conversation with him as well on this proposed uh, trade uh, and investment bilateral agreement. And so beyond that, you would see captains of industries. You would get to, in fact, if you are here, you've always wanted to do business in Africa or you've always wanted to do business with Africa. This is your opportunity. Now, I'll tell you, um, people who try to bring product to the U.S., two things happen. Maybe you're in the diaspora here and you want to go into Africa, buy white label product and bring it in here and private label them to sell. Two things always happen. Sometimes these products get seized and destroyed at the point of entry because people are not following the rules of the game on what you need to do to be able to bring in product. So we have the uh, Customs and Border Protection four-man team from Customs and Border Control. The African desk guys, these are the guys who sit in that port of entry and say, this product comes in, this product don't come in. And they're coming to share with us what we all need to do to begin to get these products, you know, uh, source for them in a, at an affordable rate, bring them here, give them extra packaging and make good money to take care of people back home. So they're coming to tell us what we need to do and not do to be able to bring product from Africa. This team includes people from the Food, uh, food and Drug Administration because there's some products that needs FDA approval before they can be sold in the U.S. There's some products that requires a Department of Agriculture approval. We have a representative from from Department of Agriculture joining this conversation to share with us what we need to know. This would happen on the 16th of September at this event as well. There's so much value. We have the folks from the uh, from the U.S. government side related agencies that 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 governs trade and investment. They're coming to speak to us about Prosper Africa initiatives. They're coming to talk to us about uh, AXTA. They're coming to talk to us about Agora and products that you can bring into the U.S. and you don't have to pay tariffs. You only pay for shipping and all of that, but you don't pay tariffs to bring them into the country. So this event is actually created for folks who like to do business in Africa or with Africa. It's created for forward-thinking diasporans who are thinking, I want to give back to my continent. I want to give back to the motherland. And at the same time, I want it to be a win-win situation. And I do not know how to do that. When you come, and I know my time, probably my time is up. I'm just going to wrap up. You can tell I'm passionate about this, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm just going to quickly round up by saying, this event is an hybrid event. There's an app. So even if you're not going to be there in person, you can sign up. You can have a virtual booth where you can exhibit your product virtually. You can connect with people virtually without being there in person. But I tell you, when you're there in person, you get much more benefit. So let me stop. And thank you for allowing me to speak to that. Yeah, yeah. I want you to give the game. That's what the whole show is about. And I, I know the audience and, you know, I can hear them talking for the good and the bad. I want you to, you know, clarify, because when you say, you know, the honorable Dr. Ari Khanna, 
folks really thought Africa was going to see a shift in the connection, like she was the bridge. And then once she started talking about France, who needs to get out of Cameroon, um, you know, uh, that's when she got fired. And there might have been other things that we don't even know about, but a lot of Africans and even new Africans, you know, because what is an African now? It's however a man can be a girl and vice versa. If you feel like an African, you can be right. And there's some that have been here 30 years here in America. And they say, Kellen, I think more like an American than I feel like I'm a Sierra Leonean or a Cameroonian or wherever they're from. But they say, Kellen, let me ask you, why is it to all the ambassadors or even, you know, the U.S. ambassador to the African Union at this point is a Caucasian woman? Are are there, I mean, people are almost thinking, is it Africa or is it the United States or the Europe of Africa? Like, can you speak to that? Because we all, I know we all need each other in this world. There's just some people who do better things and they, and they like to do them. You're not getting a black person nowadays to go pick oranges and then sell them on the street or do the gardening. You're just not in this country, especially, but can you talk about that? Because that unity, it stops some people from even trying. And then they say, I have to get certified. Kellen, what's an 8A? And and what is this thing they talk? This is not our language. We want to just do business like the Chinese do business. So explain some of that for the doubters and the folks who have questions. Yeah, so you, you brought up a couple of uh, issues. And I'm just going to speak to the uh, uh, Ambassador Arikana. Um, she's a mentor and she's someone that I highly respect. And I know a lot of the diasporans respect her. Um, I think she she did her job. She came, she she delivered and she conquered. Um, even though she ruffles a lot of feathers, but we can't make progress if you don't ruffle feathers, if you don't change the status quo. Um, unfortunately, um, unfortunately, She's doing it, she was doing it uh, from a place of, of diplomacy. She was a diplomat. And so she was delivering that message as a diplomat. So then she was not allowed to use that word to do a better job because they were using the word, oh, as a diplomat, oh, as a diplomat, oh, as a diplomat, there are ripple effect to this. Uh, this shouldn't be said this way. And all of that. I wish she was a private citizen. I wish that she she was doing it from a private um, uh, individual point of view. Then that that message would have, and nobody would have taken her off the radar. But even though she was no longer the uh, African Union ambassador to the USA, she has a platform. She has uh, she's doing she's still doing her job, and she's still speaking to 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 that. And now, what she did was successful because. After she did what she did, um, a lot of things changed in Africa, but we don't know whether the intent was right or wrong. Um, now, over the years, it's always been all your foreign reserves has to be in France. Um, you, uh, currency has to be controlled by us. But I think after that, they made changes. I can't speak too well to that, but I know some changes were made. But my point is, she did what she was supposed to do. Uh, but we as a people, she has 
shown the light. She has shown the way. It's now left for us to take it up and continue to fight what is not right, what is not justifiable for our people. But I can tell you enough, an average African, an average a private sector individual like myself, and many other, we support her. We want the world to know what is going on in Africa, and we want the change to continue. And it's going to happen with the diaspora uh, community. Uh, and that, that's one thing that you spoke about. The other one was about people don't, I think if I get it correctly, people, people don't feel comfortable because of the language and some of the rules. Curling, can, can you please refresh my memory? Was that the second thing you talked about, that, like the, the language and, and, and what else? Well, well, the language and that, you know, when you have ambassadors um, from the United States and the United States rarely picks a, I would say, a U and an I to be an ambassador, right? Oh, People who, uh, ah, ah, I like that. You know what? Let, let me say this. I am the state chairman for an organization called Nigerian American Public Affairs Committee, NAPAC. We do advocacy policy and we sponsor folks to go into politics. And I'm saying this in real that I'm just telling you, I'm I'm a media, I'm just telling you this is this is a fact. A while back, they reached out to our organization at the national level to nominate Nigerians who we think is qualified to be our ambassador back home. We did nominate some names, but Nothing came out of it. Whether the intent was genuine or not, I don't know. But the fact that they, they made that move tells me that the mindset is shifting. And in real sense, that's how it should be. I was on a call when um, the ATN community met with Senator Schumer. And they told him, no, is he Haiti or Jamaica? I'm, I'm, I don't want to mix it up. I think he's Haiti. And they told him, they told him some things. And he said, give me names. And they gave him names. I was on that call, faith leaders call. And I saw the change happen not long afterwards. And I was telling my friends, wow, this guy followed through. I was on the call and this happened and this happened. My point is, there's a, uh, and increasing awareness, what is happening in the Caribbean is going to happen in Africa. It's just a matter of time. Uh, we will get there. And the fact that they reached out to our community asking to nominate Nigerians who can be our ambassador tells me it's the right thing to do and they know it's the right thing to do. If it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen very soon. The more, the more we are getting there, the more the awareness is there, the more we're gaining visibility, we will gather in, in, in Joe Biden's government, there are at least about three or four Nigerians who are at, the, who are at high level of governance, uh, high profile position. I didn't see that before. Only during Obama, where we had one of the under secretary for commerce, assistant secretary for commerce, but now we have so many of them. My point is, we're getting there. We used to be doctors, lawyers, engineers, but now we're getting into government. We're getting into politics. 
And I believe the right man will come, the right woman will come, and they will not be resisted. It would happen. It's not the right thing, but it would happen. I believe we will get there. Yeah, and I think it, it, it must because never in history have someone like you and I been able to be an ambassador even to China or to Italy. Um, you know, ambassadorships, you, it, 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 it's a certain level of person they pick from, you know, they're not picking your everyday person. We understand that, but at least find somebody who looks like the people. If you are smart, you would do that just for PR reasons. Now I'm a consultant. And when you guys want to really get that perfected, I got a system for you. Cause this is not rocket science. You know, we got Harvard Wharton and all these schools and this doesn't make sense to you because you're not culturally competent on the other side. Now, let me tell the people because a lot of people will say, well, I try to work with my local county government state. I get all the certifications. I have my eight a, I personally have them all. So I can speak for those people, but if you are not connected those things will mean very little to you. And it's the connection and having capital connections in the words of Eddie Murphy back in an old movie. You, 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 you wouldn't remember it. It was so old. You were a small Peking. If, if even more. <laughs> small Peking, I like that. <laughs> you stole that from me, though. Small Peking. <laughs> I like that. So, you, you know, and, and somebody's out there saying, small Peking, don't try to figure it out. Don't hurt your head. Google it, whatnot. But, you know, it's just children, y'all. Just a child. Yeah. You know, um, in Cameroon, they'll say, we, we don't want, well, no, I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> um I, but I, but the people say, I have all the certifications. I want to bring something as easy as uh, my mother-in-law tried to bring me ananas, pineapples from Cameroon. You can't bring pineapples in. The government doesn't want African pineapples because they're the sweetest thing that they've never tasted unless you've been there. And the government does not want African um, like soil to come. Sand can come. Wh who exactly like the key players are going to be there if somebody has all their stuff together and even the capital what timeline of connecting with someone in africa to say you know what i want to bring your cocoa butter here or your shea butter or you know whatever you have what are the quickest timelines you've seen and can your company your for-profit because this is for money too, you guys. Everything's mm -hmm. not free 99. Can you help those companies with that? And if so, also the third question in this long question is how much should they have to try to bring product over and pay for services like yours? Because you need a consultant, I think, to do business in Africa on both sides. Absolutely. So uh, one of the things we try to do at the hub is to make uh, information available to everyone who likes to do business in Africa. And that's what this event is all about. We're bringing people who would tell you, if you're ready to do the work, what you need to do to be able to bring in product. But of course, we know that it's not always easy, especially if you have a day job, you want to do this as a side job, you will still need additional support. And that's where consultants, like I said, will come in to say we can help you facilitate that process. And it could be as simple as introducing you to a local supplier and helping you to brand, to package, to label, to get the certification, uh, the shipping and the logistics, and even give you market access. So we try to do all of this through our event 
for just as little as something that is not a lot. However, if you now want us to do the work, we are available to do the work for you. In terms of timeline, I would say this could happen in as little as three months. You could be a proud owner of a branded product on Amazon, on uh, Walmart, on any of these retail retail stores. It's, it's as simple as you saying, let me make sure my labeling, my nutritional label. You see, uh, to your first question, I don't truly believe that um, our products are being rejected. I think our people are not taking the time to understand what is required. Um, and that's where knowledge is very, uh, ignorance is very expensive. If people would take the time to listen to people who knows what needs to be done, they're not going to have a problem. I can brand a product in a month and get it to market. Um, it's, it's one of the simplest, not difficult thing to do, but you need to know what needs to be done. It can be done. If the product is here, we can get it to market in as little as a month. Okay, get your barcode, get your product uh, trademarked so that you own the brand. So you can go on Amazon, you can go to any retail stores as the owner of the brand. You do that, then you're in business. You're in business. Nutritional label is not something you see on the product and you just copy the content. It's a system that will generate all of that for you. When you do all these things the proper way, the right way, Nobody is going to tell you your product can go to market. One other thing that you probably need is to have proof, proof of concept, meaning you have to show that this product will sell. Then retailers will consider getting your product, but nobody will stop you from selling your product. And this is what we see. And we're saying, folks, you can actually be an exporter of organic or highly sought after products in this country you can basically begin to crush it and make good money just selling product when you source them at local price and you sell them at dollar rate. Um, so that, that's what we're saying. So my point is, we are not being stopped from selling product. We just need to know what needs to be done. And if we follow that pattern, then we will be good to go. I, I, hope, I hope I answered that question. You, you did, but I also want you to give a range and I don't want to give absolutes because when people, range. when people con like for your services, people contact me that they say, Hey, we need you, you know, and you basically become like the CEO or sometimes the CFO of their company as a consultant. And they say, what's the range? And I tell people, well, part, part-time stuff could start at 5,000 and up depends what you want me to do and where I have to do it in the world. So, uh, you know, a month, right? So give them a range because you'll have people and you being a consultant you know the type they call you and they say hey i masa i have 500 us dollars for you and they expect you to drop everything and then the worst customer ever to have because yeah, and I, I i only open my computer for 500 so you have to pay more right, right? you know right so give them a range because i don't want someone to contact you and not be ready and i will almost right. said a name of somebody I know who does that to some of my guests. So give them a range so they know how much they have to have before calling, unless they want to give you a piece of their business. And that is if you like their business as well. Right. So like rightly said, so it basically depends on what they're trying to do. If you want an hand-to-hand -hand solution, like we do 
practically everything. We hold your hands to get everything done for you. Uh, you should be looking at the range of 10,000 uh, thereabout. But if you just want a little bit of the work, it could be in the range of 5,000. Or let's say you already have your products. You just need to get it ready for market. Uh, get your, your, your brand name, um, you know, protected, uh, your trademark and your barcodes, your designs, meeting uh, FDA standard, your nutritional label, uh, and all of that. It could be in the range of maybe 2,000 or thereabout because you've done the work, you have your product, you just want to figure out how to package it and get it to market. So it, it ranges on, on what people are looking for. But, but the reality is we don't turn anybody back. We don't turn anyone away. We, if, we, if, you don't, if you can't afford our service, we will still talk to you. We will still tell you what you need to do. We will give you the resources as well. In fact, we have a program where people can listen to our recordings and just follow. We have a, we have a product for about $300. It's a recorded audio and video of me just taking people through the faces of what needs to be done. For those who want to just figure it out themselves, we give you the knowledge and you go and figure it out yourself. So we don't turn anyone back. We work with everyone. I love it. I love it. And and I, I agree. I, I, you know, for those who can't afford things, I have those type of services for them, especially with for the kids who, you yeah. know, but if they can spend hundreds of dollars <laughs> on, yeah, the small king, if they can, small, small king, king. If they, but if they can spend that on shoes and clothes, even kids yeah. have shown me that they uh -huh. have money. So adults, yeah. you definitely can't come to me and say, you know, the learned helplessness in certain parts right. of our beautiful uh, continent, uh, we have yes. to break down. I'm not here to save you. Jesus saves. I try to be Jesus-like, but I'm I'm here to do business with you. So you want some Naira, some shilling, uh -huh. some quacha, uh -huh. whatever some from CD. me. Some CD, <laughs> yes, whatever it is, some Leons. You need to show me and how we're going to do business and not beg. Last question, because I can hear yeah. the helicopter gassing up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let the people know, and you've mentioned it throughout this whole interview, but this is my signature question. So Thank let you. the people know, what is a community give back that you're doing that you haven't mentioned yet, or maybe you want to expound, but that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Well, thanks a lot. So we actually, uh, we're launching. Um, so on the 16th, when we're done with the conference at 4 p.m., we're having a two hours break. We're coming back at 6 p.m. And all of our partners, our exhibitors, and those who supported us, we're coming back and we're launching um, a program. And it's a, it's a peer mentoring program where we connect Africans in the diaspora uh, to mentor Africans in the motherland in their area of specialization. There's always been taught, even CNN said that, oh, the diaspora is Africa's secret weapon. We have the knowledge, we have the experience, we have the money, but the continent is not changing. So how everybody's talking about it, but nobody, well, people are doing stuff, but from our hand, we just want to move the needle a little bit. We just want to connect Africans here uh, the diaspora community to support people back home. Tell it, it will surprise you, amaze you to know that our common knowledge here is a lifesaver for people back home. The things that we know we take for granted are people just 
don't know and they can't do. So what we are doing is we're launching a peer mentoring program to give back to the continent. And we're going to get the aspirants who are, who are saying that I'm ready to support businesses in Africa. And we're going to match them and we're going to support them. And we're going to supervise them. We're going to manage the process. And the first cohort will begin uh, in October to December. Then January 2023, we're going to roll it up and increase our capacity. So that's one of the projects that we're working on that we're going to be launching uh, during the event. I love it. I love it. You guys, the best conversations are told offline, but I tell you, the helicopter waits for nobody. So if you really want to get some more game and you know, a great storyteller always has you wanting more. We could do this for hours, but Mm -hmm. what you can do for hours is look in the description box, whether you are listening on iTunes, iHeartRadio, hopefully AYV Radio and Sierra Leone still playing us. But uh, I know there's been some technical issues, but even YouTube, you will see the description for the chief and you can go book some time to get more aware. You can show up to the conference and check out, you know, New York. There's no city like New York in the world. Make sure you share this game. It will change somebody's life. Be blessed. Hey, family, on November 20th through December 1st, 2022, we will have the all-inclusive Kenya trip. Now, a lot of times people have said, Phil, when's the next trip we will like to go? I want to see Africa for myself, but this is the time to go. Everything will be taken care of. All excursions are paid. You can do monthly payments. You know, they'll have a safari and a six-city tour. You will see Charlie Island, which is something that we did not see last time on the tour. This tour will be 12 days instead of seven days. So make sure to secure your place on the trip by going to www.wbsvs.com, make your deposit, and then you can start making your payments and we'll see you in Kenya. Hi everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia. Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20, and in this course, you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is going to cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that $100 US is worth 1,000 South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always want to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course. There's a little preview you can listen to um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.